Let's talk uh, about not necessarily Hollywood, but the rest of the country. We've got the midterms happening tonight. What are the midterms? What do each of the big parties need to actually win it? And when will we know the result? All answers from our Washington correspondent, Simon Marks. Well, Ian, we've got uh, some news beginning to move here as we prepare for the first uh, polls to close uh, here on the east coast of the United States. And uh, remember that voting will remain open on the west coast of the United States states uh for uh let's see until about um four o'clock in the morning at uk time so it's going to be a while before we know the full picture here uh, but we have learned within the last few minutes about some of the data uh that has been collected in exit polls today by the broadcast networks here and and i do want to caveat all of this because i vividly remember uh the election night in 2016 uh, when exit poll data was first published by the broadcasters here and all seemed to indicate that that election was going to be a cakewalk for Hillary Clinton over Donald Trump. How different the night turned out to be. But this exit poll data suggests that President Biden and the Democrats uh, may have a pretty tough evening ahead. An exit poll conducted for CNN shows that 73% of Americans describe themselves as either angry or dissatisfied with the way things are going under Joe Biden. They indicate that 61% of voters questioned today as they left polling stations um, were prioritising issues that don't really um, hew in Joe Biden's favour. The top issue on voters' minds, inflation, 32% of voters said that was their most important issue. At 12 percent said it was crime 12 percent uh said it was violence uh gun violence uh, 10 percent said it was immigration the second ranked uh most important issue was abortion which clearly uh, the democrats uh will think is an issue that moves voters in their favor but overall you've got more than 60 percent uh, of voters indicating that they were prioritizing issues that on paper would appear to benefit republicans Republicans and Republican candidates. There's another indicator uh, of the difficulties that may lie ahead tonight for Joe Biden, and it's come from his former press secretary, Jen Psaki, who on Twitter an hour ago, she, she no longer works at the White House, she's now a host uh, with MSNBC, uh, the left-leaning television network here. An hour ago, she on Twitter appeared to be bracing her followers for perhaps bad news tonight. She said no race has been called yet and won't be for a while, but just some facts for your back pocket. Bill Clinton lost 54 House seats in 1994, Barack Obama lost 63 in 2010, and both went on to win re-election. Now bear in mind that Jen Psaki is someone who will, at MSNBC, have seen the results of the exit polls in detail, and she may also, because of her... Uh, role within the uh, White House previously, have seen some of the Democrats' internal polling about tonight. That message on Twitter certainly seemed to indicate that she might be laying the ground uh, with her followers for a disappointing evening. We're also seeing data from the CBS exit poll that suggests that two-thirds of voters questioned today do not want
want Joe Biden to run for a second term in office in 2024. Now, again, that does not necessarily translate into a disastrous night for the Democrats. Uh, We certainly expect the Democrats to lose the House of Representatives. All the polling in recent days has indicated that their majority there is very much under threat. The Senate has seemed a much uh, closer uh, issue with a whole variety of uh, matchups in some of the crucial swing states, places like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, uh, Arizona, Ohio, many of those races expected to be too close to call. And if they are, we will not know the results of these midterm elections by the time Nick Ferrari or James O'Brien take to the microphones tomorrow because there could be recounts required in several of these states and possibly even runoffs in uh, the next several weeks. So it may be a long while before we know just how, uh, uh, just uh, what the verdict of the voters has been uh, in these midterm elections. That, of course, raises questions about about whether the public, conditioned as so many Republican supporters have been by Donald Trump's entirely false claims about election fraud, will be sufficiently patient with a process uh, that could take several weeks to resolve itself. As for Donald Trump, he of course announced last night in a closing rally in Ohio that he's going to be making a big announcement next Tuesday uh, at his Mar-a-Lago estate. We all know what that announcement is going to be. He is going to to tell the country that he's running for the presidency again in 2024. Uh, he is at Mar-a-Lago tonight watching the results come in. He's holding an election watch party uh, for some of his supporters and funders. Uh, we've seen imagery uh, from Mar-a-Lago of uh, tables being set for a buffet dinner as everybody uh, prepares to arrive there to watch these results come in. And, and you know, Ian, more than anything else, what is so striking about these midterm elections is the role that Donald Trump has played. I can't remember an election cycle in the past where a former president of the United States has effectively taken the mantle of leader of the opposition in a country where there is no leader of the opposition. And the news that Trump is going to make that announcement next Tuesday is all designed to try and freeze the Republican Party and his potential challenges for the presidency in aspic and make it absolutely clear that he considers himself the inevitable presidential nominee up against Joe Biden or who knows who else in 2024. I read today, Simon, that up to 30% of Republican candidates in tonight's elections believe there was voter fraud in the presidential election. What safeguards, if any, are being used to counter any allegations of election fraud after all this? Well, you know, there are some surveys that suggest actually that number's even higher. I think uh, CBS last week had a survey showing it was 50%, and uh, the Brookings Institution here has had a survey suggesting that it was about 50% of Republican candidates for national office that have embraced Donald Trump's conspiracy theory believing uh, conspiracy theories about uh, voter fraud. Let me tell 
tell you that there have been some difficulties reported in two states here uh, today. In Arizona, in Maricopa County, uh, voting machines were in some precincts reportedly not working and there are concerns being raised uh, by some voters there. It's a heavily Republican uh, part of Arizona and I think that the Republican authorities running the election there will be under some pressure to explain what's going on. Uh, And in one county in Pennsylvania, they ran out of paper for the um, the ballots to be printed. They they um, uh, they use paper ballots there, and they ran out of paper and uh, had to tell voters to uh, come back later while they went off to acquire some more. Now. You know, this is a big country. You've got 300 million people here, 50 separate states organising these elections. It is inevitable that there will be some problems in some places. But no one yet is suggesting, uh, no independent observer is suggesting that there is large-scale voter fraud taking place here, although Donald Trump's supporters have launched a massive monitoring operation in many of these states. I mean, literally parking people uh, outside polling stations, opposite ballot drop boxes. They're filming everything, they're noting everything down, and in many cases they say they are absolutely determined to identify voter fraud. Again, there is no indication that in the 2020 presidential election there was any large-scale voter fraud that could have changed the outcome of the election or denied Joe Biden the ability to claim that he is the legitimate president of the United States. But Donald Trump and at least half the Republican candidates running for office this time round insist that uh, the presidential election was rigged and already today Donald Trump has been spreading messages on his own uh, social media platform Truth Social to suggest that he already believes exactly the same thing is happening now and that's why the next few days are so incredibly dangerous because if there are recounts and the country is required to be patient as it waits for the outcome of these midterm elections, there is the real prospect of unrest fueled by these false claims that the American electoral system is fraudulent. Okay, get some sleep. Thank you very much, Simon.